Hi, girls. Hello. <laughs> well, welcome back. I can't, I, I hope all of you naysayers out there who didn't think that we would make this a real thing are, you know, like eating your words right now, because in case you haven't noticed, this is episode four of Lord Help the Sisters and Their Mother. And we've made it this far. So I think it's time for a celebration and maybe yeah. take a couple of weeks off. <laughs> yeah, we've earned it. Time to go on hiatus. <laughs> Sisters, sisters, and their mother. Rocking with y'all. So anyway, this week we decided to talk about something that is really a quandary for the three of us and possibly even and their father. And that is the fact that we, and the, the big fancy term, according to Annie's husband, is anthropomorphize everything in our lives. Isn't that right, Annie? Is it is it anthropom, anthropomorphize? No, I think you're right. Anthropomorphize. <laughs> anthropomorph. Yep. Want me to give the exact definition since I have it up? Yes, yeah. So anthropomorphize is to attribute human characteristics or behavior <laughs> to a, well, this is a God, animal, or object. I think it's funny Wait. that God is put it's in the there with, one. <laughs> with like the pencil that I feel bad for. Exactly. <laughs> for, for us, this very much is anthropomorphizing, um, <laughs> anthropomorphizing. <laughs> objects because like i think animals are already humans like yeah they already have human character like that's yeah who's like, pretending that animals don't have emotions exactly but to do it with a pencil mm -hmm. that it's like pixar pixar fying everything essentially yes yes everything has the potential to be a sad pixar movie yeah, that's right. Because it's not just that we do it to like, you know, be friends with the pencil. We do it to feel <laughs> sad for the pencil. Yeah. Uh, yes. It always right. has a sad emotion attached to it. Yes. Yes. You're so right. It never has something positive. No. And, <laughs> and I was, it's like, hey, pencil, want to go shopping today? Like, it's not like you're so excited to take pencil with you somewhere or whatever. <laughs> but I was thinking about this, like on my own before we started recording. And I thought, what is the origin story of this? And for me, and I think you guys will remember me telling you this story, it would be when I would have to set an alarm clock for school and it would go off and I'd just be sleeping away. And my father <laughs> would come in the room and go, <laughs> your alarm clock is crying. It's, <laughs> it's crying no. because it wants you to wake up so badly and you won't stop it from crying. Oh, oh no. What an early age to right. start like, feeling bad was, for everything. Yes. <laughs> and that was during a time when fathers weren't soft like that. Like that was in the fifties. That was when fathers had you milk a few cows before you got up and went to school. <laughs> they weren't like, it wasn't when fathers came in and felt badly for you. So the fact that my father did that, wow. Well, like, it's not, I kind of like that though. That he did that? 
Yeah. Like oh, he wasn't making you milk cows. Right. <laughs> yeah. He was just making me feel guilty about an alarm clock crying, crying, crying. Uh, uh-huh. uh, so yeah, that's pretty bad. Other things. Oh, and I asked the father, I asked your father if he felt bad for inanimate objects. Uh. <laughs> and he said, no, he just thanks them for their service. So, oh, so, like, so he uh, respects them. Yes. <laughs> so he has like a toothbrush and when he's ready to throw it away, he literally says, thank you for your service. And then Ooh. throws it away. Oh, I like that. Me too. That's nice too. It like puts a positive spin on it. Mm-hmm. But it's still a little weird that we're like that invested in these yeah. inanimate well, objects. I would thank it for its service and then see it laying there in the trash can and be like, come back out. I know. <laughs> no, yeah, I think the normal response would be, no, I don't do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody not do that? Nick. Chris. I would say. Wait. Really? Yes. The number of times that I'm like, okay, but what do I do with like, and before I even finish it, Chris is like, throw it out. Wait, really? Yeah. 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 I think a lot of people <laughs> don't do this. I think a lot of people do though. Like, I think yeah. we're in like good company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people feeling bad for objects. But I also think a lot of people are, yeah, like throw away that shirt or get rid of that what I get rid of that Christmas tree like Nick I mean Nick always has to be the one to bring the Christmas tree out of the house I don't want to see it like sad and in the refuse room by itself like that's so so tragic I I can top that where I grew up they used to have the Christmas tree fields you know next to to the cows Uh they'd set up all the Christmas trees in a field and then the ones they didn't sold sell they burned burned oh, no. they oh, the chipper throw through the chipper they, no they used to have a big old bonfire <laughs> and just That's throw awful. those Christmas trees oh my god that is it so was, dramatic yeah. it was absolutely the most traumatic thing in the world no the I most. thought she said dramatic I but it's also so too, but it dramatic. was dramatic yeah traumatic oh and then like a car i'm oh. not gonna be able to get a car again Mm-mm. no because i don't want to have to say get goodbye to it like nope. i can't imagine driving away well in a new car i guess what am i driving away in but from a car that i've spent all my time in <laughs> yep like yep. so that kind of thing is also like a little weird but i think a lot of people feel the same way Yes. I mean, people do name their cars. So that's yeah. like, yes, but I don't know if then people would drive away from the car crying. <laughs> See you later, Lucille. Yeah. <laughs> I have never driven away from a car without crying my eyes out. Yeah. It's no, a horse. It's because they were our horses. They're such a little horsey. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, really, thank you for your service. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to be glue in a few minutes. (laughs) But what about like uh, animals? So I'm surprised that that's even part of the definition. Like, of course, like you said earlier, of course, animals are human. So the fact that they put that in there means that at some point, people didn't think they were human. In terms of animals, if anything, it's like it should be about insects. Like, I would have to work pretty hard to like 
feel bad for an insect. Although sometimes I do. I mean, have you ever watched Ants or A Bug's Life? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Don't. Don't Don't watch it. Then you're scared to walk on the ground. Walk. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very true. Oh, that's very true. No, I can't kill an insect no well there are those ones here in new york that are like predators that they like tell you to kill oh wait what what oh my god yeah there's like these red uh, oh i'm sorry sorry I'm, i I'm... gotta find a picture but they have very <laughs> no no i so you can you can maybe explain it i won't yeah, but... oh, okay i won't keep saying what they look like but it is like if you don't step on one, you're like not doing your service as a citizen here. What? Oh, the God. whole thing is that they like kill crops. In what New crops York City? are in New York City? <laughs> I don't know. They managed to make their way out <laughs> to the farmland. It's like God, the entire cotton crop in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah. So those you actually like, but I, yeah, I don't want but how, to. Are they big? Are they big? Big enough that you see them and you're like, oh yeah, those are the ones that they, they're talking okay. about. Mm-mm. No. I haven't God. seen them recently though. So maybe we got rid of all of them. Those big <laughs> bugs, like here in Florida, they have bugs. They have bugs. They're called palmetto bugs. Uh-oh. They're like the size of the cat. They're oh no. Huge. And no. one time one got in the house oh, no. and, and our cat, just like stared at it and she was scared of it. It was like uh, a it was like a mountain lion coming in. It was gigantic. Ew. And I was l- truly standing on the sofa. <laughs> Dad had to get a thing and capture it oh. because it was too big. You can't kill it. That would uh, be no. No. Yeah. But then he won't, to he carry won't it kill out. anything. He carries every insect out, which Ooh. is very nice and goes along with the anthropomorphizing things. However, I can't do it. So if he's not home and a bug was in the house, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. You have to lock yourself in another room. Until yeah, but then home. they come like figure out a way in. Oh gosh. Okay. I almost can't talk about. The bugs Here's another there. question about animals. <laughs> um, are we the only people that can't walk past like a, um, sh- what's the word for it? A Dog, shelter? an adoption, yeah, like a oh. shelter or like going into a pet co and not being nope. able to look no. at oh. the cages. Or going to the grocery store on the weekend when they bring oh. the cages out front. And they bring like, the cages oh, out can't front. Go to the and grocery make, store. They make their exactly no, just have to avoid it completely. They yes. dress the dog in a vest that that says, like, please save me. Yes, yeah, save me. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> awful no I can't do it and Mm -mm. I feel like people would be like that's so heartless and it's like no it's too much heart it's too much heart. maybe that's what it is guys it's too you have such kind hearts that you you it's it's overwhelming it's it's almost nauseating that I don't know yeah I I know I walk into Petco and have to walk sideways with my back to the aisle where the animals are exactly. because I can't, I can't even look. I can't, I had, holding my hand up isn't enough. I have to walk sideways with my back to the 
Yes. And people say, but it's such a good thing. Like, it's a good thing they're going to get new homes. Well, it's a great thing. But except for the one who gets put back in the truck to go back. It's just, oh, there's, I could think of so many reasons. It's no, Mm -mm. so sad. So sad. sad. It's really sad. But on a good note, I will say that there are, on a good note, around here, everybody has dogs, but we don't because we can't have a dog anymore because we got too sad when the last dog died. But anyway, (laughs) the other people around here all managed to deal with that somehow. And I have to say, it makes me so super happy to walk around and see all of the dogs. And I don't think that I've ever met the people who own them because I don't care about the people at all. Like, that's terrible. But it's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize there was a person attached to this dog. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that's Buster's mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you didn't know the dog's name and you don't know the owner's name even close. No. Yeah. I'll walk down the street and wave to dogs. (laughs) They're going to wave back at me and act like the human doesn't exist. Yeah. One time I was on the subway and there was a dog on the subway and like someone came on the subway and like did something annoying. And I looked at the dog and rolled my eyes like this guy. (laughs) As if the dog could be like, Totally. <laughs> I feel like they are. Yeah, they know. They know. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah, animals over humans. Yeah, any totally. day. Absolutely. Any day. They have no guile at all. They're so, I think that's the word. I mean, you might have to look that one up too. Yeah, what's guile? Um, I don't know, really. I think it means like pretense or oh. define guile. It means they have no sly or cunning intelligence he used all his guile to free himself from the muddle well uh, maybe that's not the word i meant but we all learned a new word today but they have no pretense you know yeah they're just nice where people you just don't know what they're coming at you with yes oh i mean for all we know the toothpaste is rolling its eyes at us when we throw it away (laughs) That's true. That's yeah. The thing. Like, you stupid. Why are you acting all upset about throwing me in the trash can? <laughs> Girls, um, I, I'm telling you, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, this was your dad's fault. Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. You yeah, can, we can push, push this one back another generation. <laughs> but really, all kids are taught to give attributes to stuffed animals. A thousand percent. Yeah, which is Toy Story killed as many people as it did. Yeah, yeah. Right, which is why there are bags and bags and bags and bags of stuffed animals. And and then one day I looked up, what can you what what can you do that's humane to stuffed animals? (laughs) (laughs) And there are some things. I mean, there really are some donation places for children, and so. Yeah. These are like 30, 30 year old animals, though. <laughs> I know. It's not like, oh, you know, new or gently used. Yeah. yeah. These don't count. Yeah. Shame you can't sew them into a quilt like we did my t shirts. I know. I was thinking that. And how like disturbing would that look? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty uh, disturbing. So, do we have a plan for how to deal with this? Or are we just going to go ahead and accept that this is it yeah it's a good question because i don't want to lose my heart oh no maybe we could be more compassionate to ourselves and others instead of things that aren't real 
okay, I love that. Yes, yes, yes. So if we start to worry about something that isn't real and sad yeah. for it, yeah, maybe spin it around to ourselves and feel <laughs> bad for ourselves. About that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so our challenge for this week has to do with what we were just talking about. And we are challenging ourselves to get rid of something we feel bad for. So kind of try to like reverse psychology kind of thing. So like if there's a pencil, like we were talking about, <laughs> and you're like, I don't want to throw this pencil away because I feel bad for it. Throw it away. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. try to try to get a little more appropriate with how you hold on to things that maybe don't need to be held on to anymore. Right. Yes. Okay? So I that's, that's a good idea for this week. Sounds good yeah. to me. Now we're going to go over our results of last week's challenge, okay. which was to come up with a playlist, which we will be sharing. So we decided we're going to have a nine track playlist. Each going to contribute three songs to our playlist and let's share what they were. Okay. Okay. Oh. She's thinking in her head right now, oh. Shit, what should my three... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lisey, you want to go first? Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, you go first, Mom. Mom. Okay, I, I'll go first because I did my homework. Um, and of course, I have way too many songs on it, so I've got to cut it down to three. But I will say, and I did bring this up to y'all, if, if anybody anybody out there needs a song that you can absolutely without question rely on to make you cry. <laughs> mm. I have a song for that. And that song is Somewhere Only We Know by Keen. And man, oh man, I listened to it just today, just to see, is that really that sad? And it killed me. So uh, that uh -oh. is one, that's going on my playlist because I'll tell you, there has to be a song that like when you're just in the mood to just let it out, right? To just really, yeah. Mm. I can listen I to that I avoid song. those songs <laughs> completely. How does that one go? We know. Oh, oh, oh. Hmm. oh God, it's just a killer. All right. Yeah, anyway. Okay. All right. So that's my, that's my sad song. And then Jackson five, stop the love you save. Uh, I will yeah. never have a pod, a podcast. I'll never have a playlist in my life that does not include that song. Yeah. Same. That was one of Same. mine as well. We did mention it last week and. Oh, we did? Because it. Yeah. And you know, oh. that's okay. That's how much it means to us. Oh, yeah. it's just the best song. And then my third one is either the Bee Gees, Nights on Broadway or Tragedy, George Benson, Give Me the Night, My Pledge of Love by the Joe Jeffrey Group, or the weird, weird song on the list, Golden Brown by the Stranglers or the Strangers. I'm not uh. sure how they wrote it down. And I did ask dad and his is <laughs> Sweet Jane. What the heck is Sweet Jane? What the heck is Sweet Jane? Slash most of the songs that you just you named. Exactly. <laughs> what the? Well, Sweet Jane is the Lou, Lou Reed song. I thought y'all heard him sing it all the time. Sweet Jane. 
<laughs> it's a it's a dad song. Ah, he's cool. He's cooler than I am. Mine included the Bee Gees. Dad had Lou Reed. Yeah, what Bee Gees song are you talking about? Okay, Nights on Broadway. Which Nights one is that? On the Nights on Broadway. Uh, These are never songs then, we ever heard growing up. And yeah, we you have had never played this song for us. Oh, <laughs> and how about Tragedy? By music. Tragedy? Yeah, of course, Tragedy. tragedy. I only know that from S Club 7. Steps, but yes. <laughs> Steps. <laughs> <laughs> you saved it. My pledge of love. What's my pledge of love? This is my pledge of love, too. My pledge of love. I feel like these are just new songs you're singing with the band. And that's why you're bringing all of them up. Because we have never, ever heard these. Yeah. (laughs) These are honestly songs that I love. But um, the truth is my list is too long. So that's the best I could do. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Um, So I had Stop the Love You Save. Um, And... (laughs) Oh, Annie didn't do it either. Uh, It was not just me. It wasn't. It wasn't. But I'm looking at um, the playlist we made for dad. Okay. And one that would definitely be on my list of three is Call Me Al. Wow. Yeah. That song is like in my soul. Like, I feel like we watched that music video a lot growing up. And that's why we always Annie, you used to, when you were like, seven months old you'd stand there and bounce to call me out and that was like i swear your first words were not mama or daddy it was call me out (laughs) (laughs) yeah but yeah and how we like grew up thinking that um paul simon was chevy chase (laughs) yeah that like chevy chase saying call me out yes exactly i know it's a shame that like that song has to be tainted by Weird Chevy Chase stuff, but at the time it was at like, the time the that was as good as it got. Oh, uh, with yep. the horns and the like dance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and then you know what? I think I'm gonna make my last song. <laughs> I'm gonna make my last song that thing you do. Okay. Wow. I don't know why. Maybe because it's on this list I'm looking at. <laughs> but it's like the kind of song I can always listen to and it makes me happy no matter who's singing it. Yeah. Wait, that thing you do sing the movie? How many people sing it? <laughs> I'm thinking specifically it's like of... a bunch of cover bands do that thing you do. <laughs> they do actually. No, but like NSYNC sang it. What? Yeah, and then my third is Stop the Love You Save. Okay, well, one of mine is Stop the Love You Save. <laughs> okay, so you only need two more. <laughs> no, no, I actually wouldn't have put that on there, but it is like people who think that like ABC or uh, oh, what's the yeah. other one that um, is I want always, you back. I want you uh, back. Yeah. It's like, those aren't the Jackson 5 songs to play. Yeah. Stop the yeah. Love You Save is the best one. Yeah. Um, yes. I feel like mine would be, Okay. And they're random, okay. but they would be Send Me On My Way. My that was on the Root. list, too. Wow. Who's totally. that? Rusted Root? Rusted Root. Oh, killer. Oh, I would do um Afternoons and Coffee Spoons. <gasps> really? Yes. Hell yes. Out. Yes. Because I was by, um, wait, what is it? Really? Crash Test Dummies? Crash Test Dummies. Oh, talk oh. about a time period in our life. Yeah. yeah. And then a squeeze song but i'm not sure which one but i feel <gasps> like totally it would, forgot squeeze i know it would either be pulling muscles from a shell or oh, yeah the other one which is the other upbeat one 
Wow. Yeah. Bodine. But yeah, a, squee- uh, a squeeze. And those are, yeah, all three of those are from such a specific time period. I was Bodine also going to maybe say Conga by Gloria Estefan. That oh. one is so you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think those songs are great. We'll write those down and those will be in the show notes. But if we think of some more, well, we will try to limit our list so that it doesn't take up all of the available characters in the show notes section. <laughs> yeah, mom, yeah. you have to remind us of your songs because I don't yeah. know we'll or recognize any of them. I'll make the you a Spotify time. playlist with all of my weird random songs. Perfect. <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, mom, I could literally name 20 songs that I thought would be on your list. And our next segment is, well, we're at the the question segment where our listeners write into us and ask us our advice, our sage advice. Mm. This is from a listener in Denver. Mm, Cool. Okay. This listener says, have you ever been on a plane and the person next to you claims the armrest or how do you handle that? Mm. Yeah, that's always the case if you're sitting next to a man. (laughs) <laughs> for sure i mean it kind of is yep yeah they really I, just that think. sense of of uh it's mine i am hmm. mm-hmm. so glad that man spreading like became a term mm-hmm. because yeah i really felt so like noticed and like acknowledged for that because i'm like what the heck like why are they sitting taking up this much space i don't they don't need it physically you know it's not <laughs> like they're trying to like give themselves room down there <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not it. I think with the um, armrest, each person should at least have one. Right. And I try to like count down like, okay, well, you're on the end. So I definitely can't have that one. You take the end one. I'm going to take the, like, I think each person should be entitled to at least one armrest. But what about that extra armrest? Well, that's just the lucky person. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, here's what I've done is, I can see that it's going to happen. So I'll just take part of the armrest. And it's like, okay, now how are you going to fight me? Because I'm not taking the whole armrest. I mean, it's not like I'm doing that. I'm taking a part. You're welcome to the other part. Wait, would you really be okay with that though? If a person like had their arm next to yours like that on the armrest? If if I felt like the person was someone who was going to take advantage of the space available, I'd rather do that than give up the whole armrest. Yeah. That's just take a your claim in me that mm-hmm. no, you're not going to, I'm not defiant enough to take the whole armrest, <laughs> but, but I'll sure take part of it. Yeah. You guys. I would just not, I would just not take it. And I would stew the whole time. <laughs> huh? So, okay. So all of the, our answers, I think Annie's is the, probably the least dysfunctional of the three of us. Oh, wow. I have never been dubbed the least dysfunctional. <laughs> Of a given situation. <laughs> Thank you. Well, well, you know, I don't know if any of us have ever been dubbed functional. 
but I think least dysfunctional. <laughs> but yeah, don't you think like mine is very, I think mine is very passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. I think Elise's is very passive. Uh-huh. And then you, you, you're, you know, you have that anger that then you want to just kick them probably. I mean, yeah, I that doesn't feel good. Well, I guess Annie, yours is the least dysfunctional. It's yeah, like, I mean, it's, yeah. ideally it would work like that. Now, if it didn't work like that, what would you do? If I saw a person had two and I was missing out on one, <laughs> I would probably s- scooch their arm over. You would? I would like do it in like phases, but I, I think I would make it clear like, Hey, you already have two and I have zero. I'm just going to like start getting myself over there. I do think people pick up on it. (laughs) If I just start to shove their arm over, I think so. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, we're about to go on a few flights. So I'm going to um, see what happens. Yeah. Um, report back to us the next time. We'd, we'd, yeah. we'd all like to know. And I'm sure our listener will be interested in yeah. hearing your, your scientific armrest experiment. Yeah. I'll yeah. see about if I still am the least dysfunctional yeah. <laughs> when it's put into practice. But I do want to throw in, can I just throw in one compliment to the man in my life who is your father? Because he's so thoughtful about the armrests and the space. And yeah, so I so I think in in fairness to all of the men out there, it isn't all men who definitely. Yeah. But but the ones who do, boy, let's put it like this. I've never seen a woman do that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. Well, I'm going to keep an eye out. Okay. Cool. There you go. Thanks for your question, listener. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. I didn't know there were pissy people in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were all like chill and high and happy. <laughs> high and happy. Yeah. Except when an, on an airplane, evidently. Ah, except I'm literally up high. Yeah. Oh, well, guys, we well, made thanks. it to our fourth one. I yeah. know, I know. And we're going to keep trying to come up with stuff to talk about. And um, yeah, hopefully you'll tune back in next week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, girls. Love you guys. Love you. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Rocking with y'all. Rocking with y'all. Rocking with y'all. Rocking with y'all.